0: I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next.
1: Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four.
2: One, two, three, four. Dance
0: Welcome, Vicki. What do you have for us today? Hi, Patty. Well, today we have another guest. This is Neville. Hi, Neville.
1: Hello there, Vicki. Hi, Patty.
0: Hi, Neville. Thanks for being here. Now, Neville, before I ask you what happened to you, how did you know to call me? Because you called me on my fraud hotline.
1: Yes. Well, it was the sheriff that uh, I was able to reach first. I believe I dialed 911, and they gave me a direct dial to the sheriff, and they were the ones that referred me to the district attorney's office.
0: Okay. So that's how you got my number. Well, that's good to know. So Neville, tell us what happened to you.
1: Well, a couple of Sundays ago, in the late afternoon, probably about five o'clock, I was at Costco. I'm standing in line, checking out, and my phone rings. So I grabbed my phone and I pressed the button to start speaking or figuring out, and also trying to figure out who's there. And there's a distraught woman just yelling into her phone, and obviously she's in a high state of drama and it sounds violent, but I couldn't hear very clearly or make out any of the actual words. Just her cries and her pleading were just over the top. So following her, a guy got on the phone, a very rough guy, and he was telling me to not hang up, to do exactly what he says, and that was probably about all I understood. All I could tell was that I was in the grips of a scam that was going on, and it was very threatening, Mm -hmm. and I was getting really scared. I could understand that it was my wife who was involved, and I think they were conveying to me that that voice was my wife. Okay. So I was really scared and uh, finished checking out through the line. I kept telling him, I can't understand you. You have to wait till I get out of the store. Yes, I'll comply. That kind of a thing. After I got through the line, I saw a manager and I asked him if he could please call my phone number and I gave it to him and I had the phone pinned to my leg so the caller couldn't hear anything. He called and then my wife answered at home and I was relieved that she was okay and safe and everything was okay. So I realized I had been scammed and I really was concerned too about there being any retribution, even though she wasn't involved, they had contact information on us. So right. once home, I called, I called the sheriff who referred me to the Santa Barbara District Attorney's Office. Given that this was a Sunday, all I could do was leave a message my wife and I, when looking at my phone, noticed that the phone number from which the call originated was 12 digits in length. If you assume the first two digits are the country code, it indicated that it probably originated in Mexico. Well,
0: it must have been very later, frightening. It was very
1: frightening. Yeah. Then I was pleased to receive a call from Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. And thank you, Vicki. We had a nice discussion and you filled me in on information. I desperately wanted to know more about it. I believe you gave me uh, FBI and Federal Trade Commission websites. Correct. I spoke with the FBI and they just had a, a chat with me, but the Federal Trade Commission wanted to gather data as I think they are keeping track of this scam and documenting its growth. I did document with the Federal Trade Commission this particular incident. But probably about three days after the incident, my wife got a call from the same phone number. She did not answer it because she would have gone through the same thing. But I was here with her at the time, and that was surprising. It just indicated to me now they have more contact information on me.
0: It's A little disconcerting. I do know that they buy lists of phone numbers, and it sounds like they're targeting 805 area code. So it may have just been coincidence that they had both your number and your wife's number, but certainly very disconcerting to have that happen.
1: Yes. And that would sort of uh, make sense. If they purchased a list, they might see both of those cell numbers together. Maybe it's a list of cell numbers.
0: Could be. So
1: I'm just saying that this thing happens. I know there are accounts where they actually end up with money. I don't know if these perps are up here, have some of their members of their organizations up here where they meet you at your ATM. That's still information I don't have and wasn't able to glean.
0: Well, I suspect, yeah, I suspect that most of the time they want the money sent because they're, like you you mentioned, they're operating out of the country. They're in places like Mexico, Canada, Puerto Rico. So, I think most of the time, the ones that I've heard about before, they instruct you to send money maybe by virtue of a gift card or a prepaid credit card where you can go purchase the card, give them the numbers on the back of the card, and then they can access the money from that card, or by Western Union. So there's lots of ways that you can transfer money. They generally are, I I don't believe, are going to meet you in person. But Patty, you had the story. Do you want to tell us about that? uh, Yes, and Neville, it's so
2: coincidental that you have that story today because it was just last weekend. My daughter got a hold of me. And she was just in a panic. At first, I couldn't even understand what she was saying. But what had happened to her was she'd received a call and the number came up, it showed Mexico. And actually, she thought it might be a scam, but she was thinking it might be somebody offering her a free trip or something like that. So she actually answered the phone thinking it would be kind of a fun joke almost. And she answered it and somebody was talking very harshly to her, said they had her mother. Her mother was just in the wrong place at the wrong time me and and oh. she was absolutely in a panic and and she didn't reach me right away because I hadn't had my phone with me I was out to dinner and she tried to start texting oh. me but they knew they could tell they said stop texting you know or something terrible is gonna happen to your mother and of course they had the screaming in the background and even though she suspected it might be a scam she thought what if it's not and you know so she she was just panic-stricken and they actually actually said tell us where you are and we'll have somebody meet you as if they were going to meet her in person but oh. again like Vicki I suspect that once she told them where she was at they'd have her go in and buy a card but she actually called the police and this was in another city actually it was in Phoenix and the police said just in case you're being followed watch behind you for a week we did some research though and my daughter has an 805 number as people do in Santa Barbara and they said she found an article that said they were targeting targeting 805 numbers.
0: Oh, Patty, wow. that's so frightening, though, to oh, get that was, information she was from so the police that
2: I know. somebody could be following yeah. her. I know, and then for a minute oh. she thought maybe the police officer was in on it, but she could be a little you know,
0: paranoid, but it was just so scary for her. Yeah, these are really vicious scams because it, it's terrifying for people. And Neville, you had the wherewithal and the presence of mind to go up to a store manager and say, can you make a phone call for me? to my wife, to make sure that she was okay. And the police do say, if you get one of these calls, what you should do is hang up, immediately call the relative that supposedly was kidnapped just to be sure that they are safe and then call the police. The police do want to know about this. So they're very, very frightening scams. And uh, it's interesting that both of you were victimized by this within a, sh- a short period of time. Yeah, so really I, yeah, I suspect that they are targeting this area. I believe so. Yeah. Anyway, uh, Neville, I really want to thank you for coming on the show and sharing this. I think it's very important that our listeners know what's going on out there. So if they get one of these calls, they'll understand that it is a scam and it will be frightening, but at least they'll have the presence of mind to know what to do. So again, thank you for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. Yes. Thank you so much, Neville. And I'm sorry you went through that. I'm sorry
2: my daughter did as well. It's very, very frightening
1: fortunately, it didn't turn out poorly. Thank you both. Thank um, you. And you are both very welcome. You take care.